Hold on to your butts. Don't waste my motherfucking time! I got up this morning. Welcome, everybody, to the Lotus Cast. It is Thursday night right here on strangelabel.com, the only place that you can listen to us live. And we're here. How many weeks have we been off? Is it two? Uh, two, yeah. Dave left. This is Dave's last week, isn't it? In the Europe? Yeah. But we did the first week that Dave was gone, didn't we? Yeah, and then we just skipped last week. So this is yeah, week we three. Felipe. Yeah. We, so we just took one show off. We took one show off. Mm. He's in the frosty white Europe East. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's yeah, he's supposed to be back next week. It's weird uh because Dave uh Dave's not really a social media guy. He uh, never has been. But you wouldn't he's have only... guessed. You wouldn't no. guess. You wouldn't have guessed it. This whole trip has been well documented in snaps and Instagram and he's even commented on other people's facebook posts that aren't like you know what i thought was really weird too was that he updated his profile picture on facebook like he hasn't updated that in like forever that is weird and then he commented on a photo of your kids like once he did comment on a photo of of one of my kids that just said like i approve which is really weird oh that's a sweet photo he's got now just him with a baby yeah but he looks you know, like he's proud to hold a baby. He does look like he's proud. All of his baby snaps he does. are he's like so he's happy. a proud papa. But I know. Uh, Every picture of Dave is a happy Dave with a baby. Yeah. Who would have ever guessed there would be happy pictures of Dave with a baby? And he's posting them ever... on his own. Like, it's not like somebody took a picture of him being happy and then posted it. He's posting the happy photos. Do you feel um, as though, like, now Dave has, like, got a job, he saved up a bunch of money, went to Europe, he's now posting happy pictures. Do you feel like you've uh, you finally broke through? Broke through to Dave? Yeah, do you feel like, like oh... He, like, like know, now it's like success all story? All of the teachings that I bestowed <laughs> upon him in high school, you know, I, I you had your own little technique, and finally, The uh, technique was to just wait like 13 right. years and uh, he'll be good to go they just wanted to rush him like in three or four years in high school and just be like stamp him he's done but i was like no that guy needs 13 years yeah you can't cram all that progress down into 10 years yeah um i was listening to a a, a show uh and there's a comedian and her name is annie Lederman, i think is her name and uh, annie Lederman was uh, telling a story about how when she was in high school, her art teacher that she had uh, groomed her and like other kids that were in their school uh, basically to 
to become sexual uh, victims. And they, Wait, by these, being these, a sexual victim to the these, art teacher? No, these, the art teachers were like prepping them and, and you know, like uh, they were sexual predators. And, uh, basically was taking advantage of them, but it was wait, what wait, I wait, thought. Wait. I think you're, the art teacher was taking sexual advantage of Annie Lieberman or whatever it was? Yeah. Yes. Was the art teacher a male? Yes. So it, it was she saw it as him prepping her to be taking advantage yeah. of by other men. No, yeah, he he was he was grooming her to be like a a a, a prey, sexual prey. He was wait, did he mes- message that intent, or was he just taking advantage of her he in general, picking bugs out of her hair? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he was. They were. She called it like that. He was grooming her and the other uh, uh, children in high school. It, basically, he was inviting them over to his house. And at first, it was like to kind of study after school, and then he'd break out the booze, and they would play games, and it was so cool. And and Joe reminded me of you how you used to invite, you know, all I the did kids over to your house. I did not invite anybody over World to my of house. Warcraft. And you oh. don't invite people over to play World of Warcraft. You stay home so that you can all do it online. <laughs> I feel like they were coming over to your house, though, to play video games. They were not. So Your house was a safe haven for young high school boys. Stuff that back in your pocket. They were not doing that. <laughs> Joe was hoping one of the kids uh, would molest him. <laughs> just some sort of connection. Well, I'm, gonna, uh, I'm just going to pass out on the couch. You guys just do whatever you want. Nobody came over. <laughs> so I've had a I've had a couple weird things happen uh, to me recently at work, and I want your input to uh, to know if these behaviors are are strange. Uh, one of the gentlemen that works at uh, the you know he's one of the people that works underneath me. He comes into work uh, carrying a a photo album. And he's really excited, and he's like, oh, yeah, Matt, i, I got to show you this. And it, it's, it just looks like a plain photo album. There's nothing uh, – uh, it doesn't look strange. It's just a plain photo album. And he, he's like, i, I got to show you that. I brought this in today uh, so that he could show one of, the other, uh, one of the other employees. And he starts to open it up, and the first picture – in the photo album is a photograph of the Twin Towers standing. And, I, you know, he starts to, he's like, he's, he goes on to explain it. Is this a printed photo a, album? So he printed yeah, that photo? Yeah, they're not actual photos. Like, yeah, they're not actual photos that he took. He's, he's printed the, he's gone on to, like, Google and searched Is he printing them himself? Then, or did he, like, print this in one of those books you can order from Walmart? Like where they you uh, give them photos and they print it as a book. I mean that might have happened. They were like eight by eleven size pages that he's put into this photo album. And as you flip through it, it's like the twin tower standing, and then the next page is like a plane flying into the building, and it's an entire nine eleven themed photo album that this guy has. Like there's the pictures of the people jumping to their deaths. Uh, like falling from the buildings. There's uh, pictures of newspaper clippings, uh, and they're all printed from offline. Like uh, he he went to Google Images, searched 9/11. Want this? 
And why is he I, excited to show this off? He was so excited to show me, Joe. Like, he, he was show so anybody excited. anybody else? Oh, dude. He showed everybody. Oh, oh, you got to come look at this. And he's like, yeah, it's, it's this book that I put together. And it's this not, it's just 9-11 images. That's all it is. The, the whole thing. Um, he doesn't have the, the entire book full. It's about half full. And they're all just pages printed off. And I, I just can't imagine why anybody would ever want this. Like, this why would you friend? have this? He is not my work friend, no. Because this sounds terrible. Like, if he only showed you, I would imagine that he just wants to kidnap you for his basement. He didn't He didn't just show me. I, I mean, I was the first person he saw. Uh, but he brought it because he had call... a conversation with another employee and said, like, oh, I have this at home. Did you guys Let call the police? Let me bring it in and show you. You should call the police because that guy needs like, to be in psychiatric Why cold. is that police calling? He needs a 5150. <laughs> <laughs> like, somebody needs to check out this guy because, honestly, uh, that's not normal behavior. Like, you're, if you are a 9-11 nut, like, you're printing out stuff to stick in a photo album and then excited enough to flip through it for other people. I mean, having a physical photo album is kind of weird, but, I mean, I don't know. I'm, he doesn't, hasn't alarmed me yet. Oh, my God. That is like textbook. You alarm. don't think that's weird? Like you don't think it's you were weird. just been like, oh, that's a cool photo album. I, I wish mean, I thought nice of that. Nice photo album, buddy. That's like the biggest event in our lifetime. Like that's some like a piece of history people might want to remember. Is it? Is it a piece of history that you want to remember in that detail? I mean, not me personally, but some people. But you, you think you would think somebody wants like it, to remember that in that detail? Yeah. Yeah. And not just the generalized. Oh, a bunch of people flew planes into the towers and they collapsed. And a bunch of people died. Think like in, I mean, in 30 years when he's showing, you know, his kids or grandkids, like getting the emotional impact across. Couldn't he just watch any well, number of the 9-11 movies that have come out about it? 9-11 documentaries. For the I emotional mean, impact. <laughs> literally, all he would have to do in 30 years with his grandkids is be like, oh, hey, let me show you some pictures. There's so many websites dedicated to it. Why would you have and none these of shitty them... photos that you've printed off? From Google Images, they're just blurry. Yeah. They don't even have good detail. They're not high definition photos. None it, of them it's, are cared. They're gonna get their to information. Me, I find it really they're well, gonna get their information about 9/11 from the Michael Bay robot that directs the 9/11 movie. <laughs> that's like Pearl Harbor. They're gonna think of it. This is I, I Pearl Harbor. If he was there, when you put it or that even way. If, like if he showed up later, if he showed up to the, the Ground Zero, uh, like you know. A week after it, and he just took his own photos. That I could understand throwing into a scrapbook. Like, he was there. Here's the debris. Like, this is how powerful this was. I went and helped. And this is the firefighters that I took pictures with. And these are the people that I worked alongside. But it's just this very strange... And then it's it's only half full. So, well, I mean, is he When he does more research, and as people discover like more... Are you going to put that in there? No. As people discover more and more info about 9-11, he's got room to grow. This is <laughs> just he, a 9-11 only that, book. It's it's not growing. like it, it, it kind of ends. It's weird. The last page is a solid black page in, in red letters. It says, God bless America. Oh, man. I thought uh, I was going to say never forget. Yeah. Well, and then and I, it's funny because I thought, I thought about that, too. Just never forget. He's got this book so that he could never forget 
you know every 9-11, his wife is just like, oh, God, here he goes. He's breaking out the book again. And, and the book comes out, and he's like, oh, look. And they sit around. They sit on the couch together too close and, and just examine this fucking 9-11 book. Does he think this it's is, a conspiracy this, or something at all? This is, he's not a conspiracy, not at all. No, no. By, none of it is conspiracy related. So it's all just like, here's a news article about the thing. Here's a photo of a plane. Um, here's a, a shot of the promotional poster of the movie. Wait, there, yeah. there are news articles linked in there or pasted in there too? There were newspaper like covers, like photos of oh, okay. newspaper covers in there. Uh, there was also like a, a comic, like a you know those those paper like political comic strips of uh, like a couple military guys and one guy was grabbing the flag and like I got it from here uh, was What's he what he was do saying. With the flag there, pull use the flag to pull out bodies. That seems weird. I mean, people <laughs> cut out the headlines in the newspaper when like the Patriots or the Red Sox won the World Series. Yeah, but they no, don't make a I get that, scrapbook it of it. But they've, like, framed he, it on their wall. He didn't have the actual yeah, there's paper. There's a difference. That's this a celebratory a, event. This is, like, a, yeah. a national tragedy. Like, you don't frame national tragedies and put those on your wall. I, well, and, and Adam, I agree. You've was, convinced me. It's weird. <laughs> he didn't cut out the actual, like, front page. Like, it wasn't a front page that he had saved. Literally Googled front page newspaper 9-11 and then found a picture of it and printed it off on a shitty piece of paper. I mean, the fact that there's nothing remarkable in there whatsoever, that's turned me to the weird side. I, I, I wondered if he's just had this, this entire, like, for years, and he's waited for somebody like to... Like, what's the appropriate amount of time that you can show up your scrapbook diary well, of uh, 9-11? Yeah, and somebody brings it up at work, and he's like, oh, hey, I have this scrapbook... Please let me bring it in. I, I'll let me show you. Did, were you guys talking about 9/11? Because it. Wait, I, I was gonna say is where because it it's coming from, up. Like, I, I guess I didn't even notice it passed by us this year. I don't know where it came from. He just he he brought it in, and and started showing it off. And I I went to one person because I was kind of creeped out by it, and I was like, oh man, did you did you see his uh did, did you see so and so's 9/11 scrapbook? And the person was like, yeah, it's really interesting, isn't it? And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Like, why can't you I just can't see... even have a... Why can't you scream at somebody like, no, it's fucking weird, isn't it? This is the strangest thing. Why do you think this is interesting? It's not. like, And I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm not... Maybe the normal person, like, maybe Wait, I'm not the normal how person. How are you you're asking the, the question? Because if you're sidling up to somebody like, hey, did you check out that guy's 9-11 book it seems like oh it's so cool you should check it out and not like oh my god did you see george's 9-11 book it is fucking that, weird that's how i started it but without the it's fucking weird i said did you see <laughs> so the, george's 9-11 book and they stopped me right there and like yeah i did isn't that interesting and i'm like i can't i need i should go home i should just go home i, I shouldn't be around these people because this is fucked up what if, like them, they had never seen them online? Why don't you give them suggestions for other tragedies yeah, you know, to make a new book out of? And that's the thing I, I was, as we were talking about this, like I have, 
I have Googled images and I've watched videos like about the conspiracy stuff. I've been down the rabbit holes online and maybe the average person hasn't done that. Maybe they just every 9-11 when it rolls around, watch some of the media coverage and they, they've got their... I don't their, even do that you know, anymore. I didn't even notice it went by this year. Do we have something about it? The trunk of their car. All like the cable, like the History Channel, and they all ran programming. Yeah, but like, I don't watch regular TV anymore. I guess that's how I missed it, but I don't like, because they used to do those special events, you know, where they would have like an hour special that ran on every channel. Are they still doing that, or is it just business as usual I think now? they still do it. I think a lot of networks still replay their coverage of the the event like live hmm. yeah i know a, a lot of like documentaries and remembrances aired but if you weren't watching tv you wouldn't have noticed yeah i don't know i i just thought the whole thing was really bizarre uh and i you just the the excitement and the way these people were, were going on about it, i'm like man like this is I, I am either really out of touch or these people are all fucking weirdos no, I but. think it's uh, weirdos. And maybe some of them are just <laughs> like, they think it's weird, but it seems like they're trying to be nice about it. I really hope that's the case. Yeah, I I would hope that's the case as well. Um, we've been <laughs> off for a couple weeks here, and uh, there's been a lot of stuff that has transpired. Uh, you know, the, the NFL and the whole standing, kneeling. That was fun. Arms tied together the S&M on the field S&M on the field Symphony yeah. and Metallica Bond. Hmm? <laughs> Symphony and Metallica so I mean I think are we, are we just all in the bandwagon of who gives a fuck I mean I couldn't have cared any less than I cared. I found it highly entertaining watching all the coverage I didn't care about it at all. I mean, I understand why they were protesting. It didn't bother me. They can protest however they want. Um, I thought it was dumb that uh, my parents were offended by it, but yet they couldn't help themselves but watch the game anyway, even though they'd complained the whole time about those millionaire players. So I understand that they're protesting. Um, I will say that I don't completely understand what they're protesting. Uh, and what I mean by that is that I know that there's a lot of people that were in kind of like the Black Lives Matter. I know that kneeling wasn't a big thing, and then Trump made his comments, and then kneeling was a big thing. Yeah. So were some people protesting him and not Black Lives Matter? Like, there was a lot of mixed messages, and I, I didn't really completely grasp what it was. I just, again, I just understood that they were protesting, and I don't care I think a lot of people also just didn't care so much about Black Lives Matter in terms of players. They're just trying to support their teammates, so they did the locked arms thing. Um, but yeah, I think it's definitely just because Trump came out and was just like, "Hey, NFL, uh, you guys suck for allowing uh, the the kneeling." And then they all just were like, oh, "Screw you, we're gonna kneel if we want to." Yeah. Um, A lot of people joined the no. Trump train that didn't care otherwise. That was fun. I wouldn't say that. I think more people just didn't care. In no, general. people didn't care vote politics before and now they're on the trump train i wouldn't say that's the case because people would, aren't going to give up because football. i read about it every day yes but you read your same sites over and over it's not like you're I read expanding everything. you don't read everything yes i do i wouldn't say that um i think the it, it i don't know 
I didn't encounter that. Besides the few people who I knew were conservative any, anyway that just railed against it for no good reason. My my mom's uh, excuses were made no sense. Um, to you? Like, no. They probably I, make sense. They don't make sense. She's like, what about the cops? I'm like, you can protest for the cops. It's not like there's one protest at, at, at all. And... Uh, we have to give it to Black Lives Matter. You can still protest for the cops if that's what we want. Nobody's stopping you. It's a silent protest. Um, and it also, it does. It was like what a minute. But they wouldn't shit on the national anthem to protest. They could. Nobody's stopping them. Yeah, they could, but they won't. Wouldn't. That's up to I them. Mean, do you really feel <laughs> as though it is? It, I it's don't care if they did that. to the national anthem. No, to, they to knelt during it. They knelt. Yes, it is. Why is that different from Tebow kneeling to pray? Because, what? How is that different? He wasn't protesting anything. He was just giving thank yeah, God for yeah, but God. He's kneeling. What's the difference? In all reality, like, are you, <laughs> oh, you really being yeah? That just anyone kneeling is is nobody care. should do that. What about all but this? Adam, is, it, is it really being disrespectful to to kneel during the national anthem? Like, yes, are I think we, it is. I doubt it. I I don't really see that at all. Like, I I think. To have to stand or to have to sit or to, to whatever, like this this song comes on and you have to do something for it. You don't have is, to do anything. It's I just understand respectful that. to do it. Sure, but I mean, it's not really disrespectful to not do it. It kind of is. What, why are you the one that says it's disrespectful? What about the, you know, number of veterans that came out that said like that's fine, it doesn't bother me. And granted, yes, I know some other veterans came out and said, it does bother me, uh, but where's the line? Why does it have to be disrespectful to you, but it's not disrespectful to me? So why, what's the difference? Because, because it's, the flag re in the anthem represents our nation, fight, the soldiers who have fought to defend our freedom. And what about the soldiers have. that said, that's fine with me? Then that's, what about them? That's fine. They can have that opinion. So why can't... Why can't both opinions exist? Is what I'm both saying. Both opinions like, do exist. I, I mean, there's no problem. People find it disrespectful. Yeah, and I, I agree that it's disrespectful. Some people don't. I don't. I said that was fine. I didn't. It didn't bother me. But you, but you can't understand why people find it disrespectful. No. Okay. Well, then can you're you an idiot. Un no. Can you <laughs> understand why people don't care? Yes. No, I didn't think so. <laughs> I can't understand why I people mean, don't care because they have no connection to it, or that's not they support it at all. they it's support the cause that the that I the players their, are protesting their right to protest, or they, or they hate Donald Trump. I don't. It's not because I hate Donald Trump. Uh, I support their right to protest, and it was a silent protest, and I thought people made too big of a deal out of it. I also support their right to protest, but I thought it was a disrespectful way to do it, and I don't agree with yeah, what they're I, protesting I, anyway. So. That helps. Yeah, I, I guess I just don't. It doesn't really seem disrespectful to me. I, I don't. But can you understand I, why I, people I, do find it disrespectful? Um, I get. To me, I think it's more of a just. It's been ingrained. Like you know, the moment you go to school, you have to stand for the pledge of allegiance, and then you do the national anthem, and you cover your heart, and you sing along, and blah blah blah. And I, I feel like. I don't really know why we've done that. It just seems very... Uh, yes, uh, and I feel like that's a, a silly thing to do. That doesn't mean that I don't care about the country that I live in. doesn't mean that I don't uh, respect the veterans that have fought for it or the soldiers that are currently fighting for it. Um, I just think... But that's like a moment to honor the people who have fought for it 
and in our the people that yeah, are fought you... for it and currently are fighting for it, uh, you know, a good number of them said it didn't bother them, and they thought it was very respectful that if you I, weren't going to do it, I that would you say should take a, a small knee. minority said that. I wouldn't say that, and you, there's no way because there's no way to know. You don't know if it's a small minority said it was okay, or if a small minority said I'm offended. What about the the one player who was a veteran of Afghanistan on the Pittsburgh Steelers who what? defied his team? to go out and salute the flag. What about that player? Did you even read that his wife was like, stop putting him in this argument because he was a huge liberal and he would have been okay with it? And don't politicize his death? What? No. He's currently playing on the Pittsburgh Steelers. What do you mean politicize his death? There's a guy that died that went into the service and then like a bunch of people politicized his death because he's like, what about this veteran who I'm died? Talking, I'm talking about Villanueva who was an Afghanistan veteran okay. who's currently a lineman for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. And the, the whole team said they weren't going to go on the field for the national anthem. They weren't going to kneel or stand. They're going to stay in. How do you know that he wasn't okay with it? He he wasn't okay with not saluting the flag. So he defied the team and went out and saluted the flag. So that is his right. So he did that. Like, what's the big deal? I'm saying he found it extremely disrespectful to not salute the flag during the anthem. So what about the veterans that found it? It was okay that it was okay to kneel. I'm just, I'm not trying to. I say one's right is wrong. I'm saying that the majority... You don't know the majority. Are, That's the thing. No, yes, You're I, saying that it is, but you don't know. You don't know what the majority wants. That's what I'm saying. But mine is more likely. That. You don't know that. You're just saying that because you hope it to be true. The, the, no. There are yes, not... You don't know that. Soldiers are not going around saying, that. I'm fine with you disrespecting you me. You don't know that because you soldiers don't see that. Soldiers did not come back from Vietnam. Okay. And... You don't know and that. And celebrate that you people don't were know spitting that. in their faces. Yes. And calling I mean... Them people, nobody was spitting any in anybody's faces. Yes, they were. No, they weren't. That was very well known after the Vietnam I saw, War. I saw Rambo. We all know what happened. All I'm saying is you don't know that, and for you to say and that... fucked up a lot of them. That is Vietnam, <laughs> for one, right now, and that has nothing to do with the kneeling I, at the flag. I would, I, would, I would almost say that a majority of the country probably was offended just because American Sniper did so well in theaters. But we don't know, is all I'm saying. And you can't say <laughs> that they did, because there's been no data either way. Uh, how about you the, just, rating, how about Joe, the ratings drop in the NFL? American did really well in theaters. It, it, then it went up. It, like, it had a great night the, on Monday. So, oh, didn't it yes, it did. No, it, week. it went, the ratings went up on Monday. They had a good Monday night after the Sunday. So, you can't say that, like, and then, and then even the analysis by it I think said, a lot like, of people were Apple picking that it day. wasn't just the, um, it wasn't just the flag thing or the, the national anthem thing, the protest. Like, there was some other um, stuff. You can read a bunch about it. I've read plenty about it, Joe. No, you haven't. <laughs> like, I, well, I, I think the whole thing's pretty silly. It's all stupid. This is dumb. Trivial, dragged out bullshit. Um, How about um, it's the same thing. Trump says, oh, they should fire the NFL players for disrespecting our flag and country. Nobody get fired. They... No, it's kind nobody of swept on the rug. Fired. I, I do think that's that that right there was a really stupid thing to they say. Can't though, right? fire like, anybody. He is the president for one. You yep. can't tell a private it was organization. An NFL Sunday, unlike Sorry. yes, they word. can. What about the the Google employee who got fired fired for? They're going to fire the entire league for when, saying men and women have different priorities. They're going to fire for the well. It's different for one. It's not different. It is because uh, it's because. The NFL endorses their opinion. Yeah, literally everybody in the NFL came out against it in terms of the, the leadership. 
I think it's pretty dumb to for for the president to say like all of the players should be fired uh, for not standing like that. Again, here's an article right here about the ratings. They were up two percent uh, from a year ago on that day. This past Monday? No, on the Sunday, the Sunday of his comments. They were up two percent from a year ago, so it likely had no effect. The ratings spiked because for the start of the game because people tuned in to see what the players were going to do and then they whenever they saw when they announced yelling, it the ratings when they announced fell, it no they've fallen th- for three straight weeks now uh no when they announced it on tuesday two days later it drew 17.9 million this is on sportsillustrated.com uh up two percent from a year ago and the monday night football game drew 9.3 overnight well over last year's game um and so there was probably literally marginal if any effect on football ratings because of that okay well i'm not convinced because i'm not sure you even understand what you're reading okay i can't read that ratings are up after the comments that's literally the name of the title nfl tv readings increase overall after trump comments hold on joe is it fake news yeah overall there's ratings breakdowns joe okay thanks adam when you say overall that's including the huge spike for the beginning of the game Mm mm-hmm but I guess, I guess, so I guess you just want to twist them to prove. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's a twist. It is. Yeah. Well, let's let's break away from from this conversation. Have you guys been watching Star Trek Discovery? Yeah, I have not. You've not watched any of it, Adam? No. Don't you have to get the CBS thing? No. Or torrent it? Well, I mean, there's other stuff to watch. I haven't gotten around to it. I'm, I'm surprised. I thought I thought you would have been. Uh, I thought you would have been all in to, to check out. You're you're a uh, big Star Trek fan. Well, it's on my list. I mean, I've never actually watched Star Trek Live. I always watched it after it had aired. A lot of people watch it on Netflix afterwards. Yeah. Is it gonna be on Netflix though, or are they gonna keep it on their CBS app? I don't know. It's um, it's on Netflix all over the world except for America, where it's on CBS. So if you if you don't know uh, Star Trek Discovery, it's the new the new Star Trek series. We've obviously talked about it a lot on the show, uh, leading up to it. We've had many conversations about the app. But if you don't know, uh, they have what is it CBS Access or CBS CBS uh, All Access? CBS All Access, which is now CBS's uh, Netflix. It's all CBS shows. You subscribe to it. It's what nine ninety nine a month. Uh, I want to say it's like seven bucks, but it still has like commercials. Um, I think it's oh, yeah, six ninety nine. Right. There's, there's a tier. There's a tier for uh, with commercials, and then there's a tier that you can pay for without commercials. I don't um, know how much the no commercials because it never. Um, it was never in the press releases. I think it's six ninety nine with I, commercials. I think we've all described like the, the, and expressed that this is a terrible idea. It's really stupid. It's you know. I just don't want why would you really streaming service and outside yeah, of Star Trek, I don't know what else I would watch on it. There's nothing else that there. There's nothing else on CBS that I would watch, uh, and to pay you know seven bucks or however much it is a month to watch Star Trek is is kind of absurd. Thank God for torrenting. Blah blah blah. Yeah. So uh, anchor was saying first, I, I heard him earlier. Like yeah, they have that show to draw on the Trek fans, but there's nothing else there to keep Trek fans interested. Did anybody sign yeah, up for it or like nothing. what else is on there? I would assume just Big Bang Theory. Like what else was Big on Bang, TV or, like yeah, I mean, NCIS? All, all CBS shows like it's he, yeah, uh, it's their whole catalog. He said on their show Unfit for FM that it was the same thing with Enterprise. Like that was on UPN. 
but all the other shows on UPN were like black comedies that I enjoyed Homeboys from Outer Space <laughs> and I if I had to watch that support Voyager then I was okay with it you no Enterprise so, uh, so you tune in for Enterprise and you stay and watch the black comedies <laughs> I don't actually don't remember uh, Enterprise uh, watching it live anyway I do remember wasn't Reba on UPN was what was wasn't Reba on UPN uh, no it was on the WB Duh. Oh. WB. The Isn't UPN and WB like the same thing? No. Well, they, they merged to become the CW. It, yeah, eventually they merged, but um, the WB was its own thing. Mm. So what are your thoughts on, on Star Trek so far? We, we've received three episodes uh, of Star Trek Discovery. Um, I feel like the first episode of Discovery was really just this past weekend because the... The two hours they aired the first weekend were sort of a prologue to what the series is going to be. Um, yeah. Like, because it kind of, like, you don't even get onto the Discovery until episode three, which just aired this past Sunday. Um, and so you can kind of get a feeling of where all the main characters are, are coming from and, and where, uh, uh, where they are now. So... Uh, I enjoyed uh, what we've got yeah, so far. It, there are a couple little things that are throwing me off. Um, I don't know about you, Matt, but uh, in the pilot, like the first two episodes, the, all the shit with the Klingons just annoyed me. It slowed everything down. Um, I, um, I appreciate... It didn't necessarily annoy me. Like, I was, I was fine with them kind of setting up the whole... Um, you know, the whole confrontation with the Klingons and how that whole thing was going to escalate. Um, it didn't. No, it, I wouldn't say that it slowed things down. It, the I stuff. Feel, well, because I appreciate that they did all the Klingon parts in Klingon and they subtitled it. It's just that makeup they gave the Klingons made them look so stiff, and it, like it was hard for the actors to even say the Klingon. Like it just, they said it so slowly, um, and then like it, you can't see their faces emoting because it's underneath this like huge makeup now. Um, so that part is what, like, that's why it felt so long to me. Because, like, you've read the whole subtitle, but they're still trying to get those Klingon words out. Um, but that being said, I, I, I liked some of the ideas of the Klingon. I, I like, they had the, the yeah, ship I, I that, that had that all way. the coffins on it. Like, I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, the show looks great. I, I mean, you can tell that they're definitely... Did you spend a ton of money on every episode? When they had all the Klingon vessels and they're these huge, huge Klingon vessels, and the the Starfleet comes in to fight them, and they're like these tiny little Federation ships. I was like, what? The, yeah, what's that, the deal here? That was a little strange. And then to kind of come back and overcome them all. Yeah. Uh, I heard the. What did you think? Oh, go ahead, Adam. I heard the the tech they used it like throws off the timeline of Star Trek. Is that true? Um, they know this. So I've read a couple interviews this week. So in this third episode when they finally get on discovery you find out that they're doing these secret experiments um using like sort of an organic spore-based propulsion where you can get instantly like you can instantly go to romulus you can instantly go to chronos you can instantly go to earth um so that's like his secret <laughs> to sort of maybe winning the war is like you can just teleport all these troops over there instantly and so a lot of people are like well obviously you've never seen that in next generation or ds9 or voyager which is like over like 150 years later right yeah so it's like at least 100 years later uh are those series and so he's like well we know that you got to give it a chance like we know that they um like obviously this technology doesn't work out because it doesn't show up later um so that's what they were saying in interviews this week um but yeah, it, it looks well. That's reasonable. It looks kind of cool. Um, <laughs> the spore technology, anyway, where they kind of like 
show off like how you can go to these other places. She doesn't actually go anywhere that, but you can kind of see as the spores moving around, like, oh, there's Romulus. Is it true that there's like an uh, anti-conservative, anti-Trump element to the show? Uh, I didn't really notice it. Did you, Matt? What? Or like no, a feminist I, I, angle? I didn't notice it. Um, well, I, I wouldn't say there's a feminist angle outside of having a yeah, like so, a female captain and in the first two strong episodes, female leads. Yeah, there's right. a female main character, Michael Burnham, uh, who was played by the Walking Dead girl. Um, and then in the first two episodes, the captain of the ship she's on is a is a woman. But um, by episode three, you're on a different ship um, with uh, Jason Isaacs as the captain. I'm definitely going to give it a watch at some point. So what did you think of the third episode? Because the third episode was definitely Different. more Star Trekky. Like the first yeah. two were kind of that action-packed J.J. Um, Abrams type of Star Trek. Yeah. And the third one was definitely a Star Trek episode. It was. I thought it was closer uh, to a Star Trek the, episode. They had some uh, sort of alien elements. Uh, definitely when you, they go into the ship that's like been destroyed, and there's like this monster uh, running around that's like mutilated a bunch of bodies. Um, the main character she says shit at some point. Yeah. Um, like, and you see like a bunch of mutilated, uh, corpses like data and generation. Yeah. And there's like a big, like monster that they're trying to escape from. Um, I mean, some of it's like a little weird, uh, like she was quoting Alice in Wonderland as she's like escaping through the, uh, the ship. Um, the main character, they've sort of said that she is been adopted by Sarek's box father. And in episode three, she tells a little bit about Amanda Spock's mother and her adoptive brother, who she never names, but we know is Spock, um, like growing up with them on Vulcan. So um, that's a little bit of a retcon. Um, but the the ship itself, Discovery, um, a lot of people are saying like it could be Section 31 ship because there's a lot of secret tech on there. There's some mention of what are those black Starfleet uniforms because we've never seen them before. Um, a lot of the ship is like closed off so you can't like get access to it. So some people are starting to think it's um, that Discovery might be a Section 31 ship. Do they still have the same like blues for the science officers and that kind no. of thing? No. So they switched it so instead of blue, yellow, and red for the uniforms, it's metal colors. It's bronze, silver, and, and gold. If they're like, which other Trek show would you say it's most like? In terms of tone, probably Deep Space Nine in the later seasons. Um, because it's not like Voyager was sort of episodic where like you didn't have to watch episodes to sort of see where they were going. Um, there's like a big story arc in this. So that's more DS nine than anything. How about like, um, dialogue and character moments versus action? I'd uh, say the way that the characters are and the way they behave is probably more enterprise, uh, just because everybody is like a little bit more emotional yeah. there's a lot than... of uh infighting which isn't so much a staple of tng or, or ds9 or voyager um i mean they do touch on it occasionally but uh it's more like uh yeah like enterprise where like people are uh, a lot of the crew are fighting with each other um they don't uh, respect the chain of command that's definitely like a, a topic in in the first two episodes and in the first two episodes i would say there's more action based like there's a lot of action in that Oh yeah, there's a lot. the the, yeah. the The first two episodes are really cool, um, just because you you get a lot of ship battles, um, and and the ship battles look cool. Like they they're fun. Everything looks good. Um, 
definitely very action packed. Yeah, I liked it. I, I mean, I, I definitely am excited to see where it goes. I'm not out by any means. Uh, I'm I'm worried that it's gonna fail though, just because they put it on this All uh, platform. Yeah. I don't think so, because uh, the report came out like the next day that it's literally like the tenth most pirated show already within 24 hours of it premiering. So, um, a lot of people are are saying that it's uh, being pirated a, a lot, and people aren't going into CBS All Access for it, which I get because. Um, yeah, just imagine how many ads they could have sold if they put it in a good time slot. I know. Like, I also don't know why they don't like sell it themselves. Like, sell it for two hour or, or two two bucks or something, and and you can just um, download it. Or even like an on, like on demand through your cable provider or something. Yeah. Um, so they showed the first episode on CBS itself, and it was like delayed by forty five minutes because it was a football day, um, and then the rest were online on on all access. So. Um, I don't know. I didn't pay for all access. I've been uh, getting it my own way. So your own way, <laughs> my own way. I didn't want to say which way that is. Yeah, that's a perfect example. Even the most hardcore Star Trek fan won't pay for it. Well, that's what they were guessing. I I did see like in my Facebook feed um, a bunch of um, people that were Star Trek fans um, had paid for it and like were getting confused by CBS All Access. I guess CBS didn't. Um, like they got more traffic than they were expecting, so like it was buffering. And I feel bad for people that actually pay, and the service sucks because I I just download it and it's fine for me. It's great for me. <laughs> so, have you watched the uh, After Trek, the companion show? I actually just forgot about it until you just said it now. So no. Oh God, they do one of those. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I mean, CBS is like we one. we need tra- we need to the uh, we need content because you're paying for it now. So is it any good? Have you seen it? I did not. Come on, I I don't. I hate those after <laughs> shows. I've never I seen one them. before. I, what do they talk about? Um, like I mean, The Walking Dead. Like I, I feel like I watched maybe one episode, but they just kind of discuss the episode. They have the actors on. I don't know what After Trek is doing. Don't they just like? Oh, just how stupid. great was that episode? How surprising was that twist? Right. Uh, they just really. Because it's kind of, I mean, CBS is making, it's not an honest after show uh, thing. It's not like somebody's really reviewing it. It's, all right, well, CBS is paying us to review this show that they want to be successful, so don't don't really critique it. You know what I'm saying? I was actually just baffled by, like, I've been enjoying the first three episodes uh, so far, and that they released the first three episodes to critics, like, a couple weeks before the show premiered, but then embargoed them from writing in reviews and i just wondered why because like that to me like it made me think that the show was going to be terrible and they're they don't want the critics to ruin it for people um so they can still pay for the service but uh it seems like they have like a good show on their hands like why didn't they want that promotion how are the reviews now like after the reviews have been really good they've been positive so yeah yeah so maybe they shot yeah. themselves in the foot by doing that then i don't know um they did say that they've sold more cbs all access subscriptions um you know when it premiered than they had in ever so, so it's it's funny variety has this article out uh and the headline is star trek discovery almost doubled cbs all access mobile subscription revenue uh you know so it's like obviously people signed up just for this show um and i guess it's been slightly you know a lot of people are probably trying the seven day free trial out and then are going to ditch out 
or maybe bounce around with the credit card scheme until Star Trek's through. Um, well, I did hear that they're they're breaking up the season. So there's 15 episodes, um, but they're only going to air like seven or eight, like the, in the fall, and then they're coming back in like February to air the rest. Um, so I guess they're kind of hoping that you'll keep it over the break. But I know if I was doing that, like if I was paying for Star Trek, I would cancel it the second that they were over. Are they releasing episodically or do they just dump like Netflix does? No, episodically. So you got to wait like every week for the new episode. Yeah, it, it releases every Sunday at 8.30. Yeah, which is such an odd time. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I, it's a weird time to to release the show. Because I wasn't 100% sure um, this past Sunday, and I was like, I, around 8 o'clock, I kept looking. I'm like, it's not posted yet? I'm like, maybe it's 9 o'clock. And then I looked, and like uh, I saw it was 8.30 that it gets posted. I'm like, this is such a weird time slot. I want to make sure football's over. Uh, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it was late the first night uh, due to football. Yeah, I waited like 45 minutes for that show, and there was like a dumb 60 minutes thing that they had to sit through to get to it that always fucks up the dvr i I had to like expand my dvr time like 45 minutes to make sure the simpsons records i don't even bother i'll just like i'll catch it on hulu or something i i really wish that like cbs had just made a deal with hulu so i could just catch it there um, i can't imagine anybody using a fucking dvr at this point i feel like everything's on demand somewhere like I, I don't even use my DVR anymore. It sits here, um, because I pay for Hulu. So I'll just watch all my new series on Hulu and and not yeah. time shift it. Because then even with the DVR, like I have to fast forward through commercials. Like I don't, and I pay for Hulu with no commercials, so I don't have to do anything. I can just watch it in twenty minutes and be over with. You can program the skip though, so it skips like two minutes ahead. Yeah, but it's not always exact, and then sometimes you miss. Like it clips off. You know. I also like with the DVR, you can watch things in slow motion. Okay, well, I don't have that need to watch well, anything. It's I mean, that's, there's no need, but I like it because, like, if there's a fast action scene, I can, like, see everything that happened. I do that a lot in Arrow. Like, see, like, when he shoots arrows, it's, like, real fast. But if you slow it down, you can see the guy, like, catch it and spin around. It's pretty cool. Oh. I've never done Michelle that. Michelle is live on Facebook right now filming the Fozzie concert. And I just clicked on, like, I just listened to it. it, it it's just a wall of... Noise. <laughs> yeah, there's. Is she close to this day? It's like this really grainy photo. She's really close, but it's weird that she would be streaming this live right now. There's just no. You can't understand anything. She's gonna get up weird. there so she can grab his cock. Is, grab is that her Chris. her goal? I think so. I don't know why you wouldn't. Chris, Chris Jericho's cock. Who wouldn't want to grab it? Who wouldn't? Netflix raised their prices today. I saw what? that. It, they ra- they're raising it a dollar ahead of Stranger Things. Like at the end of October, when Stranger Things comes out, um, they're they're raising it a dollar. Unless you have 4K streaming, in which case they're raising it two dollars. So Although the basic the basic stream isn't affected, right? There it is. If you only have their basic, basic stream where you're paying eight bucks, um, it's the same. Um, but if you want their HD stream with two screens, which is what n- people normally have, um, I yeah. think it's going from nine ninety nine to eleven dollars. Which is what I pay for Hulu, so um, I'm a little saddened 
a little bit. That's sadding, but that's not enough to get people to dump it. Well, no, obviously not. They could probably charge 20 bucks and people wouldn't dump it. They would complain, sure, but they probably wouldn't dump it. But that's always what kills me, too, is, like, I, I pay, like, um, uh, obviously right now it's nine ninety nine for Netflix and eleven ninety nine for Hulu, but, like, I like having Sirius in my car, and it's 20 bucks a month. And, like, how can this be, like, just for radio, 20 bucks a month, but, like, I can get whatever's on Netflix and Hulu for $11 each, like... That's insane to me. You don't have, like, a whole slate of podcasts you listen to for when you drive? I do, but, like, I, like, sometimes I just, like, listen to Sirius, like, just having it on, like, as a radio station when I don't, you know. I yeah, I, I'm, I've been the same way. The, like, I used to only listen to Sirius, like, Stern listening to Stern or, uh, yeah. or ONA, and um, they recently released a lot of channels on, I guess, Joe, you said it was just the mobile platform. Yeah, they uh, put a couple. There's a lot of channels on the on the mobile platform that are like I love those channels. Like the music's really great. There's a uh, an emo channel that plays a, a ton of like music that I used to listen to when I was a kid. Um, I fucking love that channel. There's a yacht rock channel. There's uh, there's a lot of really like actually just... there's a new kind of like rock channel. Yeah. That's really good. What's that one called? Turbo. And it's just like 90s and early 2000s rock. So it's all like Seether and um, Stained and Linkin Park and Evanescence and a bunch of that stuff yeah. that, that I really like. Uh, and that fortunately uh, got onto my car because it's, uh, it's like Channel 41 or something. Um, but like the, the emo station that Matt was talking about, I went to go check it out and it's not on my car. It's like on, uh, on Channel 700 something, which is app only. Um but my my subscription just expired, and I didn't want to pay twenty bucks a month for it. So I was just like lamenting, yeah. like, why is this so expensive when Netflix is video content and it's ten bucks a month? Um, yeah, I don't get it. So uh, and Spotify, where you can choose any any song you want to play, it's ten bucks a month. Like, why why is Sirius twenty? And then I, I got an email from Sirius the other day that they're also going to be raising their prices a dollar or two. Um, so I just don't get it. Were you guys upset that, uh, Tom Petty died? Um, I don't know. I was more amused by the fucked up reporting of it. It was weird. <laughs> I did get, like, a, a push notification that he died, and then when I checked online, it was like, no, he just had a heart attack. He hasn't died yet. Well, I think a couple of, like, really big sites, like, didn't Rolling Stone? Rolling Stone was one of the sites that kind of jumped the gun and reported yeah. that he was dead. I think they were um, gambling that it would work out, and then it didn't. Um, can we play over the weep? I mean, no. Well, don't say that it didn't work out. It worked out. It worked out, <laughs> but like, he just wasn't dead when they said he was dead. He was still right. technically on life support there. I was hoping he would like recover and go back on tour. Have that you seen him in concert? Been so funny. <laughs> I've never seen him in concert. Um, I like Tom Petty. Uh, I, I remember when I was a kid, I, I had a couple of his cassettes. I had Full Moon Fever. I had uh, uh, Wild Flowers. Or wild, yeah, Wild Flower. I, I had a, a couple of his albums on, on cassette tape. Put them into mixtapes. Um, he put out a really good album. Uh, like 2008 or something. Like 9. Somewhere around there. That was really like a bluesy, really rock album that i liked a lot um 
I was just sad to read, uh, like he'd done an interview a couple months ago where he was like, I think this is my last big tour because, you know, we're getting up there in age and I want to spend some time with my grandkids. And I'm like, oh, like, dude, you can't do that. Like yeah. you, you can't do that. It, when, if you are a musician or like yeah. a comedian or anything like that and you're like, yeah, I, I think, uh, I think I'm going to retire. Like if you announce it publicly like that, you're dead. You just, <laughs> you just signed your yeah. fucking, I remember reading that it was day. like two months ago and I'm like, oh, that sucks. Like he wasn't even done uh, yeah. with his tour to enjoy his grandkids. Like, wow. Uh. Yeah, I mean it's a bummer. Like he he had a, a so many great songs. Like he had massive hits and so many just fucking ground breaking songs. You know, definitely but. one of the one of the greats in classic rock. Do you think that his Yeah, you know, he he always kind of had like that weird, you know, unique voice. Like he he didn't have a, a really strong, powerful voice where he had a, a lot of range. Um, you know, he, he could never get super high. Um uh, or or you know, had like this really well, not beautiful voice. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, like he 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 kind of just had this Do you think he had he know, realized strange voice too late that his uh band the heartbreakers uh was aptly named joe that's so <laughs> insensitive um so that was really go on joe what i didn't uh, know if anybody uh, noticed that <laughs> not only sen- insensitive but just hacky it wasn't hacky it was people didn't know a little it. hacky people didn't notice it uh didn't yeah he, didn't he pick up heroin at like 50 or something like that yeah he's had like a pretty hard long life you just wait till you're old and just be like you know i think i'll try heroin i missed the boat on that one i mean would you try it like if it was just readily available you'd just uh, let, me, let me here it is like let me well they used to offer heroin in hospitals because it was like a um an, an anesthetic like joe right now if adam broke out like a little fucking mirror and a dollar bill and he just cut up a couple lines and he was like here just like, don't try a whole line. Just try this little bit. I mean, you'd be like, right, you know what? I, I've never had it before. Let me let me give it a little. No, I don't think I would. Why? You don't think you'd try it? You wouldn't just no, because just a sample? Just knowing how addictive it is. What if I was just like three seconds later, I'm like, screw it. I'm doing the whole line now. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm you think contacting Adam like every other <laughs> day, line. being like, where's my new heroin, Adam? And then I own your apartment. Uh, yeah. And then just that's <laughs> Adam's plan. <laughs> How Adam, do you... I don't think it would be that hard for you to own Joe's apartment. Like, <laughs> no. I think you could go to Joe right now and be like, "I will give you twenty dollars more yeah. than Joe's paying I'm you," sure. and they would just <laughs> they would hand an eviction yeah. notice to Joe so quickly. He Joe would give me no notice. He'd just be like, "You're out tomorrow." I'd be like, "Oh, yeah. okay." Or I could just move in, and Joe asked me to leave, and I just say, "No, I, I'm just gonna stay." <laughs> and then, like, oh, some night I'm like, "You could totally do that. You could fuck it you, right now. You break out a sleeping bag." And start sleeping on his couch, and he wouldn't say anything. He would just go to bed, and you would, like, if you got up and Joe was getting ready for work, you're like, well, I'm just going to hang out here. <laughs> Joe would feel so uncomfortable and have no idea what to do and I would just say, go to work. I would you say would that live you would there. leave. No, I wouldn't go to work. I would call out of work. I'd be like, I need, no, there's something happening even, here. Dude, you would, you would just let Adam become no, a I resident wouldn't. in your house. You'd stay and hang out with me? I would stay because I wouldn't trust you. I'd be like, what is he doing you in my apartment? You would probably 
Oh, so you wouldn't even kick him out? Like you, you? No, would just I would stay... kick him out. But like, if he's not leaving, then what am I supposed to do? How I are you gonna kick? How are you gonna kick Adam out? If, I'll be if... like, please leave Adam, and then fart in his face or something. <laughs> <laughs> You'd say please leave, and Adam's like, no, nah, I'm o- I'm okay. I'm I'm fine. And then after um, a week, I'll be like, Joe, do you mind you know staying with your parents tonight? I'm gonna have some people over. Right. <laughs> what are they gonna do here? We're gonna do heroin. <laughs> yeah, Adam's doing heroin in your fucking house. He invited you and you said no. Yeah, and you're refusing to do the heroin. I would stay because I want to protect my stuff because I feel like all your heroin addict friends would just be stealing Dude, my he, stuff. I know exactly. Here's here's how this would play out, Adam. This is exact. You would start to do this. He would feel uncomfortable. He wouldn't want to leave his stuff, so he'd start moving his stuff to his parents so that no, you would. No, they have would, no room. He wouldn't feel safe. And then. You would be able to move stuff in, and Joe would have his bed there, and that that would that would be it. He would just he would. Why why if I'm moving out of here, moving my stuff out of here to prevent it from being stolen? Clearly, gonna move my bed too. How are we gonna steal your bed? I need the bed to sleep in because I'm not gonna stay here if you're staying here. Remember that one time Adam <laughs> got naked in your bed? No, I don't remember that one time because I wasn't here for. We it. were at the movies because you didn't tell him. That we didn't do a show. And... You d- also didn't tell him, so I bear no responsibility for that. Uh, you do bear responsibility because I never tell Adam there's no show. Well, that's also on you. You also didn't. What? You didn't just leave your door unlocked. You left your door open. I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, that's right. The door was open. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Uh, In my defense, that's... I forgot that it was a show day, and Matt had just suggested let's go to the movies at like six o'clock. You so. did not forget that it was a show day. I did. We... No, no, we discussed canceling the show to go to the movie. Yeah, at like six o'clock, which okay, is when we didn't... went. You didn't not know that it was a show day. We, we said, see? "Hey, let's blow the show off and go see fucking Suicide Squad." That's what it was, Suicide Squad. Well, I think we've done enough damage here. This is what you wanted to talk about? You wanted to just do damage? I mean, what else are we going to do? You want to talk about that shooting? I mean, we could talk about the shooting. Bunch of dead people. Went to Jason Aldean. Uh, I don't really have much to talk about the shooting, except for I watched... um, Jason Aldean? No, uh, Dan Bilzerian on Snapchat. And oh, you know what? I saw this fucking story this morning, yeah. and I was so annoyed. I was annoyed by, by the story because the story um, was in, I think it was Huffington Post, and they were blasting Dan Bilzerian. I don't know if you don't know who Dan Bilzerian is. The guy is uh, an Instagram star. He, I think he's. He's, he's got a couple things going for him. He's an Instagram star. He's got abs on abs on abs. He's a, he's a beefcake. He flies around the country with uh, models, um, and he's banging models left and right. He has a goat. Um, he plays he's, poker, he's high-stakes really poker. Like I'm talking high-stakes poker. Wins tons of money. Yeah, but here's the thing about that he's him, living too. off of his father's trust fund. He is. Uh, his his father was really rich, and, and so he's living off of that. But um, I found out, because one of the news articles that have been, like, complaining about him recently um, had said, like, he originally came into um, notice because 
he was at the World Series of Poker once, and he was in the background with a model like on top of him, just stroking his beard. Like she was stroking his beard, and so they zoomed in on that, and that's how he became famous. And so he just parlayed that into like an Instagram account where he was yeah, showing off models a, and guns. On Instagram, he's always flying around the world with the models and shooting guns, and that's yeah. like that is his Instagram. Um, so this story that came out was uh, he was at the concert. And the the round started going off, and he ran. He fled. He, he which is what the... you should do, to be fair. Right. Like you and should, if that's happening at your concert, you should get the hell out of there. Um, so, what's weird to me is this guy. Like he's definitely kind of a machoistic dude. He's you know always flexing his shit, the guns and the fast cars and the women. Um, but he attempted he, to he, be a Navy SEAL, uh, I believe, and then dropped out of it. Um, never finished yeah, the program. It, and this article, this person decides to waste their time to write an article about how this guy filmed himself fleeing the scene of these guns going off and how what a terrible person he is. I just thought it was weird. So I, I don't follow him on Instagram. I do follow him on Snapchat. And he was literally like... There was a, uh, the first snap I saw was him at the concert. It was just before the shooting. And then all of a sudden, it's just him, like, and he's running away, and you can kind of hear the pops going off in the background, and he's saying, like, there's gunfire, I've got to get out of here. And I'm like, why is your first instinct when this is happening to film yourself saying this and then throw it on Snapchat? Like, why are you not just getting out of there? There was so much of that. Yeah, like why? So, so one of the things here, I'm, I'm actually looking at the article, and in the video, he turned the camera on himself as he walked, short of breath, from the killing grounds, and at first resolved uh, to live uh, to live up to years of online bravado. He said, trying to go grab a gun. He says in the clip, he does. Yeah, I'm I'm fucking headed back. Saw a girl get shot in the face right next to me. Her fucking brains hanging out. Uh, and then in the next clip, which briefly appeared on uh, Bill Zarian's uh, Instagram account and has since been plastered over the Internet, he stands in front of police lights looking slightly dazed. And he says, um, they got one of the guys. He says, no gun in sight, all fury gone from his voice. I'm headed back. I don't think there's much I can do. So so let's let's, let's be real. This guy's like a machoistic meathead type of guy. Got lots of money. Like. His whole image I mean, is based on, like, this is what he would do. Like, he knows how to use a gun. He's a we, macho Why guy. are we investing so much time into what this guy said? Like, why is this, why does this article, why does this author of this article feel as though they need to, like, prove that this guy is a coward? I, I don't think any of us were thinking, ever watching Bill Zarian fucking with a goat chewing on a woman's piece of lingerie, thinking... Wow, like this guy's so brave with all of his guns. Like, I don't well, think anybody ever thought that to he portray, was this And I think sure, that's it what... might be the image he's portrayed, but I, I, I've never at once thought that this wasn't a, a, a character. Like, a, he's yeah, he is for entertainment a... value only. He's not a yeah, of course. He, yeah, he's not a fucking like. But I don't think man, everybody like, believes really that. Really going to get shit done. I don't well, think everybody if you don't believe it. Then, then. Well, that was the whole focus of the article that I read about it later on. Um, because at first I just thought, oh, that's dumb. Like, who is who's doing that um, as they're running away? You know, save your life first. Don't worry about like Snapchatting uh, that people are firing at you at the concert as you're running away. 
Like, well, and we we live in a different world now, man. Like, we we really do. Where when sh- when shit happens, a lot of people's first instincts is to fucking break out the phone and the camera, and that that I think that's something that I'm disconnected from. Like, I, that's not what I think of. No, but I do think that people live in that world now where all right shit things are starting to get real uh, i i gotta break my phone out so i can videotape this it it, it happens mo- more than ever i mean that the look at the girl who whose boyfriend got shot by the cop and is sitting in the chair next to her i couldn't imagine like if, well that's if different she cop, was filming his arrest and then the cop shot him but while dude, she was it filming. doesn't matter I, i'm i'm i get what why she was filming it uh, but that's the thing. My instinct in that situation isn't to break out a camera and be like, "Look, look at my girl. My girl's dying. My girl's dying. Look at my girl dying." My, I, I would be freaked the fuck out if some if that happened. And that is the instinct now. The instinct is break out the phone, start recording right away, pop open the live video, whatever it is that you use the most. He uses Instagram Live the most, so that's what he fired up. Well, so that that was what I focused on. Like when I saw it in the story, I'm just like, this is dumb. I can't believe he did that. Like, I don't believe that he's uh, anywhere capable of taking down anybody. But um, then the the next couple of days, I saw the article about how, how he um, basically is trying to portray that he would he left the scene to go get his guns and came back, and the police were already there. Like, um, and then like a lot of it was like, what are you really gonna do? Because like as it turns out, the guy was shooting from 33 floors above him. Like bringing your guns there doesn't help anything. Um, well, I don't think maybe he understood what the situation was. Like, uh, a lot well, of, obviously time, nobody knew was, where it was, it was happening, coming from. I'm it just wasn't saying. like, oh, this is the from the 32nd floor. It probably seemed like shots were being fired from all over the place. Uh, again, I'm, I'm not really saying this guy, I'm not trying to defend him. At the same time, I don't really understand why, why the attack is happening. Um, because people know, believe it, that he is this uh, military hero that's going to save them. I don't think anybody believes he's a military hero. You, I don't think uh, ob- one. I person, think it's obvious that he's I think not. People. I think ninety-five percent of people that follow Dan Bilzerian follow Dan Bilzerian because they want to see the models that he's hanging out with. He wants to see their assholes, or that's what they want to see. That's so it. that's what I originally followed him for on Snapchat, and I just had to tell you, he doesn't show any of that. Like, there's no nudity on his Snapchat. <laughs> of course there's no nudity on his Snapchat. You can't show nudity on Snapchat. Uh, what about have, all those like, porn premium. stars? you got to do premium Snapchats now. Well, I'm just saying. you got to pay to subscribe to the Snapchats. I just don't think that anybody is really following him and thinking. Like, I just don't understand what. It seems it's such a, a grasp to attack this guy's yes, reputation but as seen, in reality i you, don't know what his reputation but is you don't know what people are thinking let's, as we were saying earlier tonight like let's you look might, up the author of the piece see what his angle is what does he have against him i i think maybe uh, honestly i think they just look at this guy a macho who, white male yeah, he's a macho white male who's got a bunch of guns and, and hangs out with strippers all the time. Well, and I know I, he got in a fight with somebody on Twitter who said that they were like a Marine veteran that said like, uh, who was just against his whole thing and just like, don't look to Dan Bilzerian to save you for anything. He's not, he's not anything. And then he just snapped back at the Marine guys like, all right, you have no idea what you're talking about. And then he just posted photos of him like helping people at the scene, which I don't really know. Um how he could have helped anybody at the scene, uh, aside from, Again, like, taking I, I people to the hospital. 
yeah, I, I don't really know the guy. Like, I, I don't know who he is. I don't really care. Like, uh, that's the thing. I just, I know what he is. He's just a guy on on Instagram that has boatloads of money, and he he lays tons of pipe. Like, that's it. He's got a goat. The guy's got a goat at his house. Shit's all over the place. I should say, I never see the goat on Inst- on Snapchat. Dude, I just, there's the, cats the goat, everywhere. I think the goat's name is like Thor or something. Oh, I never see the goat. But uh, yeah, the the whole thing is just to defame this guy, and I, I I think it is just because he's that like a white machoistic dude, and they're just it, 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 that's the easy target these days. Um, I, I I do think the guy was at a a concert where people were dying, and he probably did get panicked. He probably threw on the camera. He probably said, I'm going to go back and get my guns. Uh, quickly realized that there wasn't really that wasn't going to solve anything. And and that's where it ended. You know, um, yeah. I looked up the author of the article. He's a, you know, he's a liberal New Yorker, beta male. He probably is disgusted by everything that guy represents and just wanted to take him down a peg. Yeah, I, I, I just didn't. I saw it this morning. I started reading. And I was like, "Why, why, why attack him?" Like, it just there's. It seems to include this guy into this story. You, you're just wasting time. It's such a non-story, surrounded by so much that is actually uh, included. Like the the detail, the um, I guess the depth of this story. You know, the actual shooter and the motives and all that. There's so yeah. many people died, and then you you want to waste time. This is what he's reporting going after on. Dan Bilzerian. Like, go fuck yourself, dude. I could see really attacking him maybe like in a month if he's gone back to being like, yeah, I was there. I I stood up. I, sure. I wasn't afraid. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you're gonna make it all about yourself, and again, I I have I've been struggling with that recently w- with what to be that annoyed with because it just seems to be par for the course. Par for the course now is 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 to to really flip out the phone and and record whatever you can in these situations you know and just make the me 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 that's that's where we're headed you know i i don't know that there's a way to even stop it Uh, It, like i see it all around me like people can't eat a meal without taking a picture they can't go anywhere without telling everyone to pose for a selfie look at tonight i just brought it up michelle is at a concert she's got a shitty recording device in front of her and she has to go live. Yeah, but they and, also and encourage that. That's different. They encourage that at concerts. Like when I, I, think I remember they going to make... it everywhere you go now. Like with well, anything. yeah, but like, but in general, you see it all the time in concerts. Like when we went to Metallica, like half my feed is people who went to Metallica going live. Yeah, yeah. I like that was the one time where I wanted to get selfies was when I went to Metallica. But that's like kind of a big event. I mean, I don't fault. Michelle, I mean, that's a big event for her. Like, she loves the band. She wants people to know she was oh, there. But, and, and, but if she hey, was just, and, like, eating dinner. <laughs> well, yeah, nobody's again, I'm not, live I'm not eating even, dinner. I'm not even really... So maybe uh, I'm not even saying... <laughs> Getting out of bed. <laughs> saying it's a bad thing what she's doing. Like, she's wanting to document this exciting moment in in, in her life or whatever. It, it just... That's where we're at now. Like, I think yeah, we all have to... It, 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 there's no stopping it. We we just have to accept it at this point. Yeah, and I just like I said, I just didn't like the fact that why is people's first instinct to record themselves saying I'm under attack, I'm in danger, and not just getting out of there 
and then posting the selfie later when they're well they're safe. it's not even i think they are trying to get out of there and in all reality um these people that are doing this like i i watched videos coming out of that the next day that were fucking chilling i, I mean they there were really powerful videos that these people that just broke out their phones and started videotaping that what is that noise like what what is that sound is that fireworks is those gunshots these people jump down on the ground and they're they're like what do we do what, what do we do from here and there's people screaming like hey let me stay on top of you i have to stay on top of you i got to protect you uh we have to leave here right now or we're going to get trampled like you, you are more into where the next day we wouldn't have like 10 years ago 15 years ago we would have heard uh yes, but these first account stories through you would have liked, journalists yes you would have liked hold on, that hold on. what i'm saying is like we would have hold, we would have heard these stories through a journalist interviewing these people like a few days later and instantly now we are we know we know what it is they're experiencing. All, yeah, all I was saying is it's not a problem to film that once you're safe. Why are you doing it, like, recording yourself? I'm jumping on my friend right now because I'm hearing cracks because in the background. That's just that's what they do now. That's, yeah. that's what at. I was saying. Like, I mean, why are we doing yeah. this? I get, get out of there first and then describe what happened. You I know? get that, Matt, too. Like, as foreign as it is to us to have our first thought go to pull out a camera... Right. Like I'm, I'm glad they did because we get to see that. Well, like yes, these you, moments you in time enjoy are that as a sort of voyeuristic. Like I can sort of experience what it was like to be there uh, firsthand uh, from them. But like in reality, they should have been getting to safety and not recording them like right at that moment. Yeah, like that's no. I I agree. I agree that that's what they should have done. But now that that's just where we are with that's the instinct. The instinct is to break out the phone, but. Uh, and I can uh, see I what mean, happened, and like I know what happened without having to imagine it or have someone translate what happened to me. Yeah, exactly. Well, it sounds yeah. like you're advocating for people to do that because now that's I kind a, of am. That's a thing for you to do. Like it's completely foreign to me, but I'm glad there are people that do that. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't say that I necessarily advocate for it one way or the other. I I watch the content that is provided, but. I mean, they're doing it. Did you see the one from that um, the taxi driver who was parked right underneath, like right outside the Mandalay Bay? And she's like, "What the hell's going on here? People just standing around? Are those gunshots?" She I I like, saw one video <laughs> that that creeped me out. It was these people that laid they laid down on the ground, and and next, like I was just describing earlier, there was a couple like next to them screaming like I. Stay down, stay down. I'm going to stay on top of you, and then they'll like they express like we we have to move now or we will get trampled and we're we're gonna get injured by trampling. They got up, started to walk away, and then somebody was like, "No, don't worry. That's just fireworks. Don't worry. Those are just fireworks." And then the video ended, and it's like, dude, that's it's not fireworks. It's <laughs> you know, it the whole thing was just was just crazy because you you could tell there was so much chaos going on and nobody had a clue about, what was happening that's kind of remarkable to me i don't think anyone was killed by trampling is that right no i i think a lot of the injuries were due uh, to people getting trampled there were 200 well, yeah no there were like 500 oh, no, I think people it was like, like 500 injuries yeah, that got injured and i don't think I, I think there were quite a few of those due to uh, uh being trampled yeah 
So it's like Black Friday. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, Matt, would you trample somebody if you were to get out of there, or would you just hope somebody like you just got out of there? Okay, like, dude, is... it would be so. I, I I don't know. It would be so confusing and how you would handle all of that because like you don't know who's dead and yeah, who's but like alive and who's just even laying if he's there, dead, like, are you gonna be like oh, I'm gonna run over this guy because if I they're need to dead, get out of, here? of course I'm gonna step on him to try to get out. Of course, what, uh, what I'm gonna try to pick him up. Well, what if you twisted your ankle? No, I'm then... just saying you like you won't you won't wait. You're gonna to step over him. You're gonna trample him if he's just in your way. If he's uh, well, yeah, dude, but you don't. I, you're you, running. You're running out of here. You, you don't have you, time to determine if that sucker. guy's I dead or not. I don't know what I would do. Like I, I you don't know if that guy's dead or not. Maybe he was just shot in the leg and he's passed out. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I do. Do I risk trying to pick up every body that's in I'm my way? I'm not saying pick up bodies. Okay? I'm saying you don't know if he's dead or not. So if he was alive, Dude, you're saying I wouldn't but, trample okay, so him. So what are but, you going to do? Are, there's there's between you and an exit. I would pick up the dead body and use him as a human floor. shield. Okay. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Joe. Um, Have you guys been like coming up with any theories of from what you've heard of why he did it? No, I purposely uh, I mean, have not I've, I've done that. I've seen the conspiracy theories where they, ISIS has claimed that it's their guy. and I mean, and yeah. I don't, it doesn't matter either way. Like, I, I don't care about his political leanings. I don't care if... Uh, well, it does matter because we can't really heal from it until we know why he did it. No, and I don't know that we will because from everything they've said so far, is like nobody knew this was a, a thing that he could do. He was just... Uh, like sort of a lone wolf. There was no uh, planning of. Well, there was planning of it, but there was nothing like anybody ever saw from him. It was him. definitely premeditated. Yeah, it was premeditated, but like there was nothing that anybody ever saw from him. No, like, no, I, I, I don't believe that at all. I think he, I think on a whim, <laughs> like Sunday afternoon, he's like, well, fuck all Brought these in, like, NFL players. Guns. No, they said he, he did a dry bullshit. run in Chicago, um, like in August. I um, think realistically that the guy was sitting at home. Um, I think that he realized that uh, the Lotus cast was doing so poorly in the Hollywood Fantasy League. <laughs> and he said, you know what? This is horse shit. I am going to go shoot up a Jason Aldean concert. I don't uh, I, I just didn't think of speculating for a motive. Because also, I really don't care what his motive was. Um, How did you say Because he's a psychopath. He killed, like, 50, what is it, 58, 59 people and injured, like, 500 other people. Like... Why can't he just be a sociopath that I don't have to put any effort into caring about his life? I think that's more uncomfortable. Why? To have no reason to do it. But like, there's, there's every pure, possibility. Evil? It's possible. There's every possibility we won't find a motive for him. Because from what they've said so far, they, they have no idea what it could be. Everybody who knew him is I mean, shocked by this. They're investigating it. But, yeah. I mean, but it's they quite possible. Us, they have, have some leads. They have some leads, but it's quite possible <laughs> Anchor, that he doesn't have it. Anchor said that he did it for net neutrality. <laughs> that would be so awesome if it was some obscure thing that he just oh did it for. God. Not that net neutrality yeah. is obscure, but like that would be awesome. <laughs> he he, dude, how funny would it be if he did it because CBS All Access paid for Star Trek? Right? This is the last straw. Yeah. I've had it. <laughs> Netflix is raising their prices. God damn it. Fucking Jason Aldean, you're next. <sighs> what if he like literally like like they find like a box and it's just like the box says why <laughs> did it and they open it and it's just like gun control. <laughs> what would you say to that? Like would you just be like, well, I think we should have gun control I or think, like I would think first I would think it was fake. <laughs> they, oh man, they. I did see that there was a note in his room, but he did it because Stephen said. Avery didn't get a second try. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, like <laughs> like Unfit for FM said earlier, they did it so uh, OJ wouldn't have to deal with paparazzi this week. Yeah, nobody wants OJ's <laughs> interview. <laughs> No I mean, cares. part of it is because he's like a toxic person to begin with and nobody wants to pay him. Uh, but the other is like people um, are, are obviously um, dealing with this and like Puerto Rico and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. And chat Matt says if he did it for net neutrality, then we have to ban net neutrality. Yeah. What if he did yeah. it because he wanted to ban net neutrality? Then do we just do the opposite and have net neutrality? No, we have to ban it. Yeah, but what if he wanted to ban net neutrality? Well, like, what if that was his motive? Like, oh, I really want to ban net neutrality. Net neutrality is dumb. Well, and then we, we can't have let him kill all those people for nothing. We gotta. <laughs> so in no scenario is there net neutrality. <laughs> all right, I say let's wrap this up. I'm I'm feeling like a tired little boy. Okay. Adam, final thoughts. Uh, I know you guys are balls deep in Destiny, but uh, two weeks ago. Um, I played the beta for the Wildlands PvP mode, and I thought, like, I had no expectations. I thought it was going to be awful, especially, what, eight months after release, but yeah. I had a lot of fun playing it. It's really good. What is it like? It's a lot like uh, SOCOM. It's, or, uh, like, is it team-based uh, objectives? Yeah, or it's is like it... Counter-Strike, team-based, one life per round, but you can, like, revive guys, so... Like, if you kill someone, you could, like, leave them as bait. So if someone tries to revive them, you can kill them. Or, like, you could get them and, like, raise your whole team back up. And it would be... It's just, like, a really interesting game. And I like it a lot. I had a lot of fun. It comes out uh, October 10th. Why? I, I have a hard time thinking that I will go back to it. Like, I, I just... Eh, like, I, I just don't care. But... Um, that, yeah. That's what, that's what I said. I'm like, if this mode came out with the game... Yeah, this would have been the, the yeah. game of the year. Like, how can they release this eight months after? Because they, they realized that they uh, they screwed up with the game, um, that it was too repetitive, and uh, they released it maybe a little too early. Yeah. I intend to mm. play it, though. Is it, like, extra money, or is it... No, it's free update. Oh. You guys should try it at least. Joe, final thoughts? Um, I watched uh, The Gifted. Did any of you guys watch that? I recorded it. I haven't watched it yet. The X Men, uh, new X Men series. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I haven't Steven seen it. But... I, it's not bad. Uh, it's just um, like it's a, it's good. I didn't like it as much as Legion, um, and I would say it's probably on par with maybe season one Flash in terms of the pilot. Um, hmm. Like it's, I thought it had a good setup. I like Stephen Moyer in it. Um, the effects look a little cheesy. Are there um, any like well-known mutants in it, or is it like yeah, you know? like Blink was in it, like where she makes her portals. Um, uh, Polaris was in it. Uh, the two kids that are sort of the focus of it, like Stephen Moyer is the lead, um, like a uh, prosecutor guy who just finds mutants. Turns out his kids are mutants. Um, so I don't think that they're anybody that I know offhand. See, like a William Stryker type thing. Yeah, uh, pretty much. He he's like a prosecutor, like a, a lawyer, but just for like the local town. And then like when they uh, they get in trouble, the federal government wants his kids. So then he he go tries to go into hiding with them. Um, who's that guy that tracks people? I think he was in Days of Future Past. Um, uh, well, like William Stryker's son. No, um, he's like sort of like Native American or something. And remember, oh. he was like touching the ground, and he'd be yeah, like, "Oh yeah, yeah, they're coming." Like that guy was in it. Um, Weird that they would make that a Native American guy. Yeah, so they had... Uh, Racist. Warpath? 
Warpath. Yeah, so they, they don't call him by that name, but I was like, oh, that's got to be that guy. Um, but the effects were a little cheesy in some of it. Um, like, the sun has this power where you can just, he just, like, rips things apart. Um, and that looked pretty cool, but, like, the rest of them are, like, eh. It's, like, a low budget. Any, uh, like, actual X-Men or reference to X-Men? They referenced X-Men or the Brotherhood, but they just said that they were missing. And that people wanted more order because it was just mutants fighting each other all the time. And so now they have what they call the Sentinel Organization, which is just some sort of, like, homeland security that just, um, targets Surrender mutants. mutants. Yeah. But I thought it was like a, a cool little pilot ends on a cliffhanger. So yeah, I, I'm looking forward to checking out. I, yeah, sounds good. Final thought, Matt. Um, I don't really have one. I don't think. Uh, you, you know, um, I don't know. If this is something that I feel good about, but it, I, I, I had a guy at work. Um, a few weeks ago, he, he quit on me with no notice. And I, I remember feeling really almost kind of betrayed by it happening because this... You went like out he, of your way to help him? Yeah, he's worked for us for a long time. Um, and when he first came out, like when we first hired him, he had a lot of uh, troubles and stuff at home. And and I, I went out of my way to really kind of help him and work with him. And like I remember donating um, some of my... Uh, earn time off hours to him to because he just started and he didn't have any earn time off hours and uh, you know i did nothing but really be flexible with the guy and help him out and all the and then he just quits on me with no no it wouldn't pick up a call from me wouldn't talk to me um i remember feeling really pissed about it and then out of the blue like yeah like after like not hearing from him for months now or a couple months i guess he sent me a text it was like, oh, hey, it, it literally said, hey, I have a question for you. Uh, things aren't working out at my other job. Can I come back? <laughs> like, that was literally, I had not heard anything. He had not, no communication. And that, that comes out of the blue. And I remember just being like, no. Like, there's just, no. <laughs> Like, how do you respond to that? Back over text? Just like, no? Do you put a mean? I, I did. I, I or do just, you explain, I, like, I, no, I'm not hiring somebody who didn't give me any notice when they left? I didn't even explain it. Because he said, like, do you think I can get my job back? Things aren't working out here. And I just wrote back, I, I don't think so. Were you like, I don't even want to talk to this guy? You don't even care? What... I, I did. I, that's how I felt. Like, I, I felt like... I didn't even want to talk to him, but I just said, I don't think so. And then he said, okay, thanks. I just feel like if I left a job with no notice, uh, I don't think I'd be asking for it back later and expecting a positive response. It was weird. It was, it was just weird that he felt like that whole thing. And, you know, and I was really upset. Like, I, I, there's a couple people that have done that to me, you know, like and as, as a boss, like, a, a, like I manage all of these people. I try to be so flexible and, and, I, I get it. Everybody's got their own things going on. Like I, I've lived a, a crazy life with you know moving around and a lot of shit happening and you know things going well one minute and then you know the next minute everything's kind of falling apart. So I always try to be so flexible and you know when things like this happen, I, I just get so bummed and so pissed off. And I, I was really uh, flabbergasted that he would just think, oh yeah, I, I can just reach back out and I. I think, like, maybe am I just being too nice to cert these certain people? Like, am I, 
We said being he, too flexible or being too helpful. I, I don't know. I, I we just, said you tried to ask him at the time and he ghosted you. Go complete. I mean, I, I sent him a text because because he didn't show up one night. Like he no called, no showed. And I tried to call him like the entire next day. And I even said I sent him a text and I said, hey, um, listen, I don't know what's going on. I hope everything's OK. Um, uh, you know, until I hear from you, I, I, I'm taking you off the schedule. Uh, but if you could please call me back like as soon as possible, just so we could work something out and nothing. Zip. Zero. No response. Yeah, that's someone so. you don't uh, ever do anything for again. Yeah, I mean, you, you kind of have to, but it's just weird. Like, did he weird. scroll up in his text message history and see all of that and just be like... That was literally the last text. <laughs> yeah. Like, when he sent me that message last night, like, I, above that was that message, you know? <laughs> I, like, so I, I read that message yeah. that I had sent him, and then this, you know, him asking... You should have just contact. responded, like, sure, of course, man, why not? And he's like, <laughs> when he's like, really? And be like, no? Are you serious? <laughs> did you even read this conversation that we had? Sometimes, like you know, I, I know I gotta be the the bigger, better person in all of it, but sometimes I do like feel like almost this petty, like I gotta just get a jab in or something. Uh, but I always, you know, take the higher road and I'm just like professional and don't say anything. But God, do I just want to tell them to go fuck themselves sometimes? Get them to drive up there, and then oh, dude, yeah, I, this whole thing like plays out. I'm like invite him back get his hopes up have him fill out an application and then just pick up the phone and just be like fuck you you piece of shit remember when you didn't call me like you, you, you I, all of that really does it plays out in my head uh, but you know I, I just but you I also up... have to know if you do take him back it's always going to be in your mind like okay he could quit any day now and I won't know yeah oh I, I mean of course it, it just you can't do it you can't bring him back um I had another guy, this, you know, kind of not, not as like, I didn't go out of my way to help this guy as much, but he quit with no notice. He came in today to drop off his shirts and like his badge and stuff. And he did look at me and he said, Hey, is it okay if I use you for her reference? <laughs> and and I, like, I just, I, I get, I, I think to myself, I'm just like, did you say why? yes? But then just give him a bad I, reference. I told him. I, I said think you, can you can anymore. I just told him. I was like, you, you can try if you want. That's all I said. I, I just said you can try if you want. I, well, no, because I feel like too. Like it, it, this was our company policy. It's like you can't give them a bad review because then all of a sudden the company is liable. Um, so like they just all they'd say is like, yes, you worked here these dates. That's all I can tell you. Because they can't give you a good review, they can't give you a bad review. Because the the guy can come back and be like, "Hey, they they prevented me from getting a job because they told them all this false information." And then they get sued. Isn't that kind of right. like the wink, wink though? If, you, if all you say, are you allowed to give positive reviews? Uh, my company, we're not allowed to. Yeah. Um, I did it anyway. For so all you can other do is people. confirm dates. All you can do is confirm dates. Well, I mean, if you're not allowed to give negative, but you are allowed to give positive, like the absence of a positive, kind of is a wink, wink, negative. Yeah. Right. Uh, I've had, I've given I've given some exceptional reviews before. I, I've had a, a guy that I used to work with um, years ago. Like one of his new jobs called me recently, and I, I remember thinking, "Oh God, that guy was great!" You know, gave him a glowing review. 
Yeah, but like, how good is a review from years ago? I don't know, I, dude. I don't even check references. Like when I have a new interview, I don't, I don't call the references because you, you got to think to a, an extent. It's just bullshit. I mean, well, yeah, because you're only gonna give references from, uh, you know, people you trust to give a good. Well, obviously that guy uh, doesn't. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, and I gotta think that people. I thought the same thing. Like I'm always kind of overly suspicious about uh, yeah. the goings ons, but maybe people really are that stupid. You know, like I, I've. This guy, one guy thought it was okay to reach out to me and see if he could get his old job back after, you know, completely disappearing. And then this guy thought, hey, can I use you for a reference? Yeah, you think that's a smart idea? Do you think that's a fucking smart idea? Well, you'd be I like, always try sure. to give these guys an out, too. Like, this guy, I called him and I said, hey, listen, like, I'd, I'd, I would hate for you to leave like this, like, with just no notice. Is there something, like, maybe a couple days you could give me? For the next couple of weeks, and we could work something out, and just the the fucking cult. No, no, I can't do that. <laughs> I already told them I'd start immediately. Yeah. All right, guys, we are the Lotus Cast. Uh, you can listen to us live every Thursday night on StrangeLabel.com. Follow us on Twitter at the Lotus Cast. Um, lots of good stuff over there. Uh, my uh, Caverly, my oldest daughter, has been. Uh, suggesting tweets to send to Donald Trump, which have been kind of funny, I thought. Have you sent any of them? I did. I sent two of them this week. If you go to our Twitter, just a couple things about farts and poop in her pants. All about farts Who and doesn't poops? love farts and, farts and poop in your pants? I bet Donald Trump uh, loves them. Did you say I, that the source is a nine-year-old girl? No. Which What? She crafts the tweets. She says, oh. this is what we should send. And I say, okay. Hmm. It's all you. It's all you, boo. All right, guys. Until next week, go fuck yourself. Yeah, broken skyline. Which way to love land? Which way to something better? Which way to forgiveness? Which way do I go? It's time to move on. Time to get going What lies ahead I have no way of knowing But under my feet, baby Grass is growing It's time to move on Time to get going Sometime later Getting the words wrong Wasting the meaning Losing the right As nice as adrenaline Breaking up a dog fight Like a deer in the headlights Frozen in real time I'm losing my mind It's time to move on Time to get going What lies ahead I have no way of knowing But under my feet, baby Grass is growing It's time to move
Feet, baby, grass is growing. It's time to move.